Good day, family, and welcome to the Reconstruction Project. This is a message to my legacy. This is a foundational phase where I believe in the abolishment of imperialistic repression, systematic oppression, and communal depression. I consider myself to be part of the proletariat, aka the struggle. Today's episode is dealing with an analogy that I came up with while at work one day. Um, and y'all that work with me now, uh, I'm a truck driver. I got plenty of time because I'm sitting behind the wheel thinking. Um, but my analogy is this, is that we of the diaspora, I could say anybody in, you know, these impoverished communities, but we of the diaspora are like elephants. Uh, I know that means, may seem strange. And uh, if you're offended by it, I'm not going to apologize because this message is intentional. So you'll just have to bear with it. You know, a long time ago, I heard how a circus elephant is broken in. And I heard the same story as recently as seven weeks ago. The elephant as as an infant is chained to a stake no more than 12 inches and as it's broken in it, it develops the mindset that it cannot break free not just from the taskmaster but from other elephants as well and by the time it's a full-grown adult it doesn't even try to break free which is insane. And let me go further into this. As a caged animal, you are there at the circus put on display. You're set to perform. You're set to bring in money. And you don't realize how strong you are. And pretty soon, the elephant gets comfortable to its surroundings. Then it starts believing what's going on. Say, hey, it's not that bad. It's okay here. You start believing four things. One, you're fed. You're taken care of. You don't have to worry about anything. You're given food even though it's peanuts. Two, you're given shelter even though you're locked behind a cage. Three, you get your medical care that you may need, but it's substandard. And four, there are no active predators trying to, trying to kill you. At least you don't see them, that's because they're feeding you. I want you to take a look at these examples of the people in your lives who are aiding and abetting your growth as a circus elephant. A circus elephant. And I believe there are three types of people, passers-by. First is the first is the bully. 
he just saw you perform center ring and he gets the notion that I want you to do it for me now personally for me so he's gonna pick up the popcorn he's gonna pick up the rocks whatever he can get his hands on whether it be sticks and, and throw it at you pester you get you to perform I need you to do this I just saw you do a handstand I just saw you balance on that ball so I need you to get up and do it for me I need you to I need you to stand up, put your hands behind your back where I can see them, interlock your fingers. That's what I need you to do for me. You need to perform for me. I'm not saying all bullies hide behind a badge. That's just an easy example. But their objective is to kill you. The reason they don't is because they fear they may have to pay for it later. They don't fear killing you. They fear the repercussions. Because if they can kill you without any consequence, they would. They're not scared of your strength. They're not scared of your size. What they fear is getting in trouble for hurting you, for damaging you. The next passerby is the one who actually appreciate, appreciates your performance you know so breathtaking it was heartwarming it was magnificent and in this this case this is going to be your boyfriend or girlfriend this is going to be your spouse this is going to be your co-workers your friends you grew up with and i don't want you to get confused and say oh we're best friends, we grew up together, they're not like that, or, you know, this is true love, they like me for who I am, for who I truly am, they love me for me, and you know what, you're absolutely right, they do love you for you, and I just got te through telling you that you were trained to be that way, you were trained to talk like them, to act like them, to pray to their God, that was force-fed down your throat by the taskmaster, by the other elephants, so that you can be protected, so that you can be loved, so that you can be appreciated. What you don't know is that you do not need their approval from anybody. You do not need their affection. You do not need their love. And later I'm going to explain the best way to avoid that situation but not just to avoid it but and altogether to recognize it uh, lastly the final person the final passerby is the custodian in the circus they're the ones who were seen you beat did nothing saw your training did nothing keep their heads down on a consistent basis and do nothing their priorities are more important that person is called the lumpen they're the ones with the excuses oh you were never a slave I was never a slave owner oh just get over it they don't want to confront the issue they don't want to acknowledge it as an issue 
because, hey, I'm here. I still need to get paid. I should just keep my mouth quiet. I don't want to rock the boat because I'm scared of what could happen to me. To that person, you're just taking up space. You want to keep your head down while these animals are being abused, while they are receiving substandard care. Well, you get better care. You're not eating peanuts. You're not living behind bars. None of that's happening to you, so it does not affect you. But you're watching it happen to this elephant and to the next generation. And please be aware of all three types of persons. You got the one who's trying to kill you, the one who likes who you've become as a circus elephant, and the one who just doesn't care. Uh, sometimes either the second or third person they're gonna come to you with excuses or, or you may overhear them say something like oh it's okay my boyfriend's black oh it's okay I have black friends they'll, they'll have excuses to that effect of why they can treat you such a way those are not your friends those who wanna be like your culture but don't want to be part of it, those are not your friends. Those you see rapping on stage on Facebook, nigga this, nigga that. Like, whoa, fall back a little bit. Even You know, you listen to my music, but you're not part of this culture. You don't want to be. You really do not want to have that. But uh, let me move on to a different type of elephant. Because all I was talking about were those in captivity. There are the ones in the wild. The herd, the pachyderm. Those you notice are a little bit different. They are always found in a group together. Those elephants know their strength. The other animals in the savanna know their strength. And nobody messes with them unless it's in time of desperation. And if you've seen any documentary that covers Africa, they always show the lion. And when the lion gets hungry, when it gets desperate, it's usually around the end of drought season, nearing the end of drought season. And they're like, all right, the last thing left is this slow elephant. We can take it down. But it's going to take the entire pride to take down one elephant. And not the biggest elephant, the one who got left alone. The one who's out there isolated by himself. I mean, there's a little bit of good news. More times than not, the, the lions fail at, at, at killing an elephant. And, you know, in a matter of life and death, the elephant is going to fight back. But you know what? It does happen every now and then. Look how many lions it took to bring down Eric Gardner. It took the entire pride to bring him down. As big as he was, he wasn't the biggest guy, but it took the whole group to bring him down and kill him. Much more than that, the elephants that are free are hunted down. That was the first example. They recognize who their predators are. They know it as a group, who they are, who to avoid. The second one, they're not going to be there with, with a badging gun. They don't have a badging gun. The ones that are hunting you down are going to do it with a smile on their face. 
whether it's for the crude sexual fantasy or it could be even for you, you you see them come to your high school game they want you to run they want you to jump they want you to swim they want you to score they want you to shoot they want you to throw those are the ones hunting you down for your body parts for your ivory for your prized possession to put you into captivity so you can perform for them and make them more money you can go ahead and continue to play their game they're hunting you for your prized possession for your body parts for what you can do for them and for their prize yes they do go for the biggest one they do go for the strongest one because you're the one that can put on the best performance you're the one that can breed the bigger stronger elephants another noticeable trait about pack of wild elephants is the leader of the herd always female if you take a look at the diaspora in the community who's leading these families more times than not as a matter of fact I think the percentage is 67 percent 67 percent of black families are led by a single mother I tell me that doesn't make sense you know I meant these uh, episodes these lessons to be between five and ten minutes <laughs> and I really went on about this one this one's really important to me uh, I, I set out you know not to take up too much of your time uh, mostly because I, I, I want my legacy you want you all especially my first priority to make your own decisions um, and, and read between the lines of what I what I, I say with this one I had to explain our word for word and all in all this is just my opinion something that I observed and I learned a few years ago uh, that my opinion means absolutely nothing you can agree with it you can disagree with it it can make sense or it cannot make sense that, that choice is yours um, and I before I go I want to explain how to break the cycle the the break the chains that's holding you from a, a stake in the ground one you have to recognize who you are and elephants are known to, to recognize the reflection in the mirror wild elephants know how strong they are they're not afraid to throw their weight around and the other animals know not to mess with them the only ones who do, who try to hunt a lot, an elephant, are the lions. Those are the only ones. You don't see the cheetahs out there doing it. Or any other predator out there trying to take down one lion. But know who you are, especially on the outside. And then when you look deeper, take a, a, a longer gaze into the mirror, look inside and then change your identity to whoever you want to be whether you want to be as cunning as a panther whether you want to be as strong as an ant whether you want to be as fierce as a tiger it doesn't matter what you want to be you have the ability to change who you are at any given time and I've gone well over time um, and I want to leave you with that.
uh, one other thing. The training growing up that the Taskmaster has given you, especially through the past few generations, that is going to kill your legacy if you do not change. So learn about you, learn about your past, so you know where you're going to go. And recognize that you are at war with racist principles. Peace, family.